common reasons we delay crossing off things on our list to do are, I don't have time, or there is something more fun I want to do. That doesn't hold up anymore. Commutes are shorter, special events are attended from the couch and on screens, travel is even restricted. So instead of dwelling on what we've lost, we've designed an episode to help you catch up. If your circumstances allow, now is a great time to get things done during this difficult season so that we can land on our feet on the other side. Welcome to Spark Joy, the podcast dedicated to celebrating the Kamari method and the transformative power of surrounding yourself with joy and letting go of all the rest. With your hosts and certified Kamari consultants, Kristen Ivey and Karen Sochi. And now, here's the show. These are some challenging, tough times for the nation and the world. We are navigating a public health crisis, economic uncertainty, social injustice. It's hard to find the joy in 2020. It's unprecedented and unpredictable. As we've discussed in Spark Joy episode 124 and 139, social distancing and spending a majority of our time at home is becoming the new normal for many. You may find yourself closer to the unfinished business that often accompanies past periods of indecision, delay, or procrastination. The good news is FOMO essentially doesn't exist anymore, as we've all been forced to wipe everything from happy hours to vacation travel off of our calendars. Common reasons we delay crossing off things on our list to do are, I don't have time, or there is something more fun I want to do. That doesn't hold up anymore. Commutes are shorter, special events are attended from the couch and on screens, travel is even restricted. So instead of dwelling on what we've lost, we've designed an episode to help you catch up. If your circumstances allow, now is a great time to get things done during this difficult season so that we can land on our feet on the other side. Before we jump into our episode that turns someday into today, it's time for a joy check. Karen, what's sparking the most joy for you these days? Well, I'll tell you that I have unexpectedly begun to either make peace and maybe even enjoy dining outside. In New York City, we are allowed to dine outside at restaurants. And that basically means that the sidewalks and even in some cases, the streets have been taken over by tables and umbrellas and chairs. And I was the kind of person that hated eating outside. In fact, I would be sometimes with the only group of people inside of a dining area when everyone else was in the beautiful sunshine outside. I wanted my controlled air. I didn't want bugs. I didn't really like being in the sun that much. And so when the option to dine outside was really the only option available to us here in New York City, I decided I was either going to just completely miss out on any dining experiences, which I had been since March the 13th, which was officially the last day that I went to a restaurant, or I would just give it a try. And I have been out to restaurants now four or five times and have eaten outside, and I actually like it. 
I think that it might be something that I'm going to prefer. And in New York, there's a lot of talk about turning many of our streets into pedestrian only. We already have some of that before the pandemic, but it's really gotten a lot of momentum now. A lot of the restaurants, although, of course, it's really only a fraction of the business that they were doing before, have really come up with some creative ways of creating these little outdoor spaces that are really pretty and and a lot of, you know, plants, just making it really homey and fun. So I think that of everything that's going on right now, of all of the unpleasant things, that having this new outdoor dining experience has actually been something I'm truly enjoying. What about you, Kristen? Well, I did do a little bit of outdoor dining as well, just twice with a couple of friends during summertime shy. That's pretty typical. We love our rooftops and our outdoor patios. So that's still going on for the most part as we navigate reopening. But really what I've been spending the most time on and definitely uh, doing this inside in my home is practicing for a TEDx that's coming up, TEDx Northbrook Library. I was invited back in February to be one of four featured speakers to share an idea worth spreading. And the one I'm going to be sharing on August 1st in this virtual event is about confronting your Amazon shopping history as a form of radical self-care. So I'm really excited to really tell my Kanmari story my way and with all the details, all the ups and downs, address all the things, debt, consumption, spending. I will be practicing social distancing. We'll be on stage, but there won't be an audience besides the event facilitators and cameramen. But there'll be a much broader audience virtually because the event will be live streamed. So if you are interested in seeing this TEDx, you can go to For the Love of Tidy and click on events. And we'll make sure to link that in the show notes, too. I'd love for you all to join me as I check off this item that's been on not even my to-do list, really my bucket list forever. <laughs> wow, that's so great. That I can't think of a more timely topic as I think a lot of people are really coming to terms with how much we've relied on Amazon and easy access to so much just stuff and what that means yeah. to our well-being. Definitely. Okay, before we dive into examples of to-do projects that are quarantine-friendly, it's important to have a plan. So take a moment to sit down, pen in hand, and make a list and title that list someday things you want to do that can be completed at home or with a safe visit to a store or a consultation with a professional. When you're done making this list, cross out the word someday and replace it with today. And we want you to check in with how that feels to make this list. Does the sense of this project feel freeing or is it anxiety inducing? Does everything on the list seem relevant now that you have tightened the timeline? Meaning, did you have a lot of things on this list that were someday way off into the future? And now that you've said, now's the time, it feels different. Do these activities align with and support your vision of your ideal lifestyle and your ideal living environment that we've explored in Spark Joy episode number five? 
After you've checked in, select the three top priority projects or tasks that you want to complete in the next 30 days and share them with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or join our super productive members in the Spark Joy Club. Here's more. The question, does it spark joy, is a simple one, but not so easy to execute alone. Extend your tidying experience by joining the Spark Joy Club, our online community filled with our clients, fellow listeners, and Kamari enthusiasts ready to support your journey. If you find yourself buried under clothing, stuck on storage, or pointing fingers at untidy housemates or family members, we want to help you finish your tidying journey once and for all. Support the show at the Joy Riser level and receive access to our exclusive virtual community, as well as the Tidy Home Joy Journal, your number one tidying companion. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click on Join the Club to get started. And now back to the show. When you finish your brain dump of stubborn tasks that have stayed in the back of your mind year after year after year, you've confronted what we call your to-do clutter. We want to help you reach the end of your list. We've put together our top someday turn today projects that our clients frequently uncover during their tidying event And we've made a map of SparkJoy episodes that you can reference if you need a deeper dive, starting with episode 115, which is titled Someday, Aspirational Items and Unfinished Business. That's a great one to look back on. We recorded it pre-COVID, but it's definitely still relevant today. Let's start with your very own Kanmai action pile. These are the things that appeared on your Kanmai to-do list as things that you could complete right now, your act now items. Common items that fall under take action or act now that emerge when the Kanmai dust settles includes selling things, mending, cleaning, or fixing items, or shredding, recycling, throwing away, donating, or gifting items. When it comes to selling, if you have things that you set aside to sell one day, we dedicated SparkJoy episodes 42 to 43 on how to sell your clutter. If you have things that need to be mended or fixed or even cleaned, we dedicated SparkJoy episodes 29 and 125 to green and spring cleaning. And if you have piles of paper that need to be shredded or recycled, or maybe you have some larger furniture that needs to be removed from your home, or some items that you want to donate or gift to family members. We dedicated Spark Joy episodes 89 and 132 to explore what happens to all the stuff once it leaves your house. Next up, we took a moment to recognize those books that we've told ourselves that we will read one day. Independent of your take action pile, you may have noticed that you have many books or magazines that you intend to read someday. Well, that day is here. Have you been inspired to pull any of them off the shelf? Make a pile of your unfinished books and magazines and devote an hour a day to just reading with no distractions. Decide once and for all if those are bringing you joy or serving a purpose. I've read five Sunday books so far, turning them into today books, 
And I've determined that I want to finish my whole bag of someday books. I've actually featured them one by one as I've read them over on Instagram at the tag for the love of tidy. We dedicated spark joy episodes 57 and 75 to creating and refining your library of joy. Next up, we suggest that you unsubscribe from mailing lists. Now here we're referring to the hard copy paper catalogs and mailers and flyers that you get in your mailbox. Because it's unsubscribe season, you can send a message to that company. Sometimes they have an email available or that local professional who is filling your mailbox with information that doesn't serve your interests or budget or needs. Just say no with a thank you, of course. You can call catalog companies. Sometimes the phone number is listed in the back, or of course, sometimes there's an email option, and ask that they remove your information from their list. You can also opt out via the platforms that we detailed in SparkJoy episode number 45. Of course, you have to wait 30 to 90 days to see the difference, but over time, you will notice that your mailbox is less and less full of things that you no longer need. And once you take care of that physical paper clutter, think about the non-physical clutter that's showing up as digital clutter, like retrieving files from your old laptop, camera, external hard drive, or maybe even decluttering your email. Just because we can't see it, digital clutter in the form of files, photos, PDFs, and more can take up a lot of space in our hearts and minds. So consider addressing that during this time. For example, I have an old MacBook Pro that I bought in 2008. It broke down actually during one of our podcast recordings, and I've since replaced it. But I've always kept it around because I've wanted to retrieve some special photos and maybe some music. So I considered actually outsourcing this to a company that removes the information for you. During quarantine, I figured, hey, exploring it might be a fun project. I think I have anywhere up to 10,000 photographs on that drive. Even though I took a majority of uh, my videos off of that drive, there were still some photos left. So I've already started to delete them, explore them. I'm able to plug in the computer, turn it on successfully, and it's still going strong. It's a little slow, but it's doing okay. So I'm going to continue to see if I can DIY it and if not, reach out to a professional. And I've definitely also been able to DIY cutting down the digital clutter in my email inbox. And we talk a lot about that in Spark Joy episodes 54 and 109, which are on digital minimalism. Now let's move our attention to sentimental items and how you might organize them during this time. You can turn these dreaded tasks into something that the entire family might actually enjoy doing with you. If you remember in The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up and Spark Joy, Marie Kondo talks about the importance of honoring your sentimental items instead of just putting them away in a box never to be seen again. What can you do to honor your special memories and mementos during this time? What about a scrapbook of photos or cards? Maybe a collage of all of your concert tickets? Maybe you could create a shadow box of your wedding items or maybe even of your kids' artwork. Think about creating ornaments for the holidays out of some special items or souvenirs. 
That way you can enjoy them every time the holidays roll around. After my wedding, I had a bunch of dried roses from the bouquets that I knew would eventually just become a dusty, crumbly mess. And I wanted to do something with them because they were very special to me. But there was really nothing useful that I could think of to do. I didn't want to just leave them sitting in a vase or even putting them away somewhere. They just didn't seem to have a useful purpose if I decided to just keep them that way. So somehow I ran across a recipe for making clay beads out of crushed dried rose petals. And I got to work and made these actually kind of pretty beads out of these roses And I was able to give a necklace to my mother and to my mother-in-law. And they really turned out pretty great. I was very impressed given my low creative ability that they turned out so well. I also began to repurpose yards and yards of the tool that we used for decorating at the wedding and turn it into gift wrapping. You know, I love the decoration, but what was I going to do with these yards and yards of tool? And I knew that I would never be able to use all of it no matter what I did. But I decided that repurposing it into gift wrapping and then letting go of whatever happened to it after that, it just felt good to give it a new life. That was a great experience as far as kind of saying goodbye to the wedding ornaments. It took a little time and it will take a little time. But all those things you can consider doing as far as what would make the memory or memento even more special to you and to your family going forward. We're all spending a bit more time at home these days for the health and safety of ourselves, our family, and our community. Are you feeling a little too close to your clutter for comfort? Maybe you're buried under stuff in the home office or craft space, or you're trying to carve out dedicated space for work or homeschool in your basement or on your dining room table. Or maybe you've noticed just how much time you're wasting looking for important papers and emails instead of shifting your time, energy, and resources towards the things that truly matter. During quarantine, my number one priority is to get as many people as possible clutter-free and prepared for the other side of this challenging season. If you're regularly asking yourself, where should I put this? Or am I letting go of enough? Or am I even doing this right? As you can Mari, A customized virtual tidying experience may be the perfect next step for you. While stay-at-home ordinances are activated, I'm continuing to offer virtual Kanmari-based active tidying lessons, including a tidy desk special, perfect for those working or learning from home. Visit ForTheLoveOfTidy.com and click Free Consult to discuss the various virtual organizing options available to help you dig out and choose joy once and for all. Speaking of giving things a new life, it's a perfect time to check in with those aspirational hobbies. You know the ones, gardening, cooking, knitting, sewing, writing, all the ings. (laughs) Joy check all of your hobbies maybe it's okay to say bye to some of those hobbies that never really took flight. If you aren't interested in working on a hobby now, when you have extra time, it may be that it's not for you. I've picked up many things during this time that I've had laying around, but hadn't really interacted with in a while. 
I decided to cross stitch again, which has been really fun. And I even purchased a hammock to try to set up in the park so I can take in some reading, maybe some writing, and even some more meditation as well. Oh, I love that. I I want a hammock. (laughs) That sounds like great fun. We'll see. I'll report back because I'm not so sure it's the right length, but I saw someone else set one up with the same two trees. So I'm going to try to do what they did. (laughs) Wow. I love it. We definitely want to hear how that goes. Another thing that people have really begun to explore during the pandemic is cooking. Is there anyone in your life who has not tried their hand at sourdough bread? I think that has become as prevalent as face mask during the pandemic. It's actually kind of funny when you think about it, but it's really become a good way to spend time doing something creative. The amount of cooking in general, and of course, dishwashing, has increased significantly for many of us during quarantine. So why not take this time to get creative and finish joy checking and editing your recipe collection? Gathering up all of your recipes, all the magazine pages clipped out from newspapers, your index cards from your grandmothers and your mothers, all of those cookbooks, and try to make some sense out of it. Make one binder of all of the recipes you actually use. Make it beautiful and scan the pages so that you can share them with all the cooks in your family and among your friends. I'm probably going to make that a hammock activity. I have a folder of recipes from generations from my grandmother in her own writing that I've kept around to create a family cookbook. And it was always a long-term someday project. But since I've knocked so many things off my list, it might turn into a today one too. And last but not least, we have to mention home improvement projects. Did your vision include turning a room or space used for untidy storage into a useful space, such as office or craft space? If you have completed your tidying, now is a great time to turn your room into your vision of joy. The home improvement stores are delivering in most areas, but make sure certain projects aren't too ambitious for your skill level. No need to add unneeded stress. I'm really excited about giving Studio Tidy a little bit of a refresh. I ordered a standing desk that actually has a surface that's like a dry erase board. So it's going to be such a cute upgrade to my space that has a desk that I lugged around when I was preparing to move to Chicago from Virginia. So I'm excited about that. And I'll be putting all of those pieces together in August. I'll make sure to share as well on our Instagram, sparkjoy underscore podcast. And don't forget to check out the nine episodes that we have that intersect Kamari and design. Head over to our Facebook page to access our SparkJoy podcast listening guide and episode map. We've made this guide public beyond our membership firewall to anyone who is trying to get clutter-free before 2020 is over. So make sure you head over to our Facebook page and check out our pinned post. It should be right there at the top for you to access those episodes. Now let's talk about the great outdoors. Maybe this is a time to create a yard or outdoor space that sparks joy. If you have a yard or a terrace or even a window box out on the fire escape, now is a great time to turn that space into your very own oasis. Can you make friends with the birds and little critters that visit your yard? 
What about setting up bird feeders to do some bird watching? If you have always wanted to turn a corner into a flower bed or grow some of your own vegetables, now is the time to make that happen. Now that we've covered some ideas that we have for making the most of your time at home, taking care of those someday items that have been on your list for a long time, the concrete and specific, such as your hobbies or your photos, now we want to talk a little bit about some of the things that you might do as far as your time. Is this a time that you might want to try out new schedules for activities that you want to do and activities that you have to do? I have found that during the pandemic, I've created a little bit of a schedule as far as the household chores that I need to do. I have a set day for laundry and a set day for doing the floors and a set day for dusting and a set day for doing, you know, whatever little tasks there are to do around the house. And I find that I have been much more consistent, that I haven't had the nagging thought in my mind that I need to do the laundry because I know I have a specified time for that. And I also have designated time for doing creative work and doing exercise every day. Having a routine has really made the tasks that I need to do every day more automatic. And it's also prioritizing things for me so that I'm making sure that I'm doing all of the things that I need to do and the things that I want to do for myself. I highly recommend you take a look at your schedule during this time and determine whether or not some addition or some subtraction might make sense for you. And while you're turning your some days to your todays and adding back what's essential, make sure to tune into Spark Joy next week when we welcome Greg McEwen to the show to discuss collectively resetting and reorganizing major aspects of our lives in the wake of the pandemic. So now we want to hear from you. Tell us your burning tidying questions and share stories about how Kanmari has impacted your life. Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and review the show, which helps us reach others along their tidying journeys. To extend your tidying experience, you can join the Spark Joy Club. Visit sparkjoypodcast.com and click join the club to become a member of the Spark Joy community or join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope your day sparks joy. Thank you for listening to Spark Joy with your host, Kristen Ivey of For the Love of Tidy in Chicago and Karen Sochi of The Serene Home in New York City. Spark Joy, the podcast, is not endorsed by or affiliated with Kamari Media, Inc. The opinions expressed on this episode represent the views of the co-hosts and guests alone and do not represent the corporate position of Kamari Media, Inc. or the Kamari Consultant Community.